0: All right, guys, this is episode two of Stacking Pennies. No guests for you this week, but we have a ton of great content to talk to you guys about. We're going to cover all things paint schemes and what makes them good, what makes them bad, and everybody who's already dropped some this season. We had a lot of great stuff at production day. We're going to talk about why some guys don't like it. Dig into that a little bit. Phoenix testing Jimmy Johnson back behind the wheel of a NASCAR Cup Series car, we'll talk about that. And Boats and Woes, we've had some rosters released. We've had a lot of different stuff happening in the offseason when it comes to pit stops. So buckle up, this is Stacking Pennies. Stacking them deep, selling them cheap. It tastes like gasoline, rubber, and victory. We're just out here stacking pennies. And we're in it. Welcome back. I am Corey Joyce, host of Stacking Pennies. Join to my right, Mr. Chuck Bush. Hey, how's it going? You legitimately change your facial hair every week. Yeah, I watched
1: Tombstone and thought, hey, mustache time. Gosh.
0: Yeah. But like, you didn't, I don't think you trimmed it. No, I, did. I mean, I trimmed it a
1: little bit. I did a little bit of an undercut. Does it get in your so teeth? I, so I kind of trimmed up underneath so when I take a sip of a glass it doesn't get in the uh
0: why can't you push it to the side using some honest Amish oil and bombs
1: I, I don't have any with me and I forget to do that in the morning so you know something. or trim it <laughs> or cut, cut it, cut it like your hair oh wow
0: yeah. breaking news ladies and gentlemen the flow is no mo the flow is just for show <laughs> that's what it was it was all for show and I'm tired of people talking about it now the only person with stupid hair in the show is Jonathan Merriman. Joined right. to my left.
2: You look like a dumbass.
0: <laughs> I don't feel like a dumbass. I feel young and spry again. You look
3: aerodynamic. I do. A couple yeah, counts of yeah, drag it. knocked off. Listen, if you'd had a haircut at Lanny, he probably would have
2: beat Chase. Probably yeah. would have. I was weighed down by it. Now you're ready. What if the inverse is true? New year. And then, you know, new like flow. Now the guy from Corey's story has won. He told you to get a haircut.
0: You hippie. He has won. He
2: has one. <laughs> he won. He did.
0: It took a year took a year, but I caved. Oh, you should go find him in Daytona and be like, hey, sir, thank it, you for the... Uh, got a haircut. It, uh, <laughs> I got a haircut. He's going to be like, what, would you get in a fight with a lawnmower? <laughs> and it, uh, it hurt to see it go, but you know what? Did a fresh it? start, ready to get after it. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what. I was watching that Celsius video that we dropped, Celsius. Welcome to Aspire Motorsports. Uh, it's going to be on our car for the 500 as well as a couple other races. And We did a video we dropped on social media last week, and we had no... McEwen? Has, yeah. Noel McEwen has the perfect wrestler announcer voice. Unbelievable how good he is at it. He threw a liner in that said, the, sh- the flow is not just for show. When I heard it, like I listened to it like four or five times, I'm like, I don't like that. <laughs> because the flow was just for show. There's more to me than that. So I'm, I'm going to be a f- race car driver. Forget the hair. I think it it did its purpose,
3: right? It's, uh, you know, it, you had to be different for a little while, but now you can just be a race car driver and not have to. Dude, there's nothing worse than when my hair gets long and I'm trying to put my helmet on. I'm trying to push my hair. Like I can only imagine what it's like when you're. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <I'm>
3: trying <laughs> well, to now, blow
1: it. I'm trying to pull it. Yeah. Now the back of your neck will be a little bit cooler. Yeah. Like that. Like that's one of those instant. I mean, Mary Men doesn't know he's got long
2: hair, but the, you know. the Mississippi mud flap is yeah. gone it's, it's just uh it's weird it just shows lack of commitment and if i was a sponsor looking at you i would think twice now that you just gave up on your uh, all that hard work you look ridiculous just <laughs> it away i don't know I'd, I'd argue the contrary i'm open-minded
1: willing to change it up hey and there's a lot of a lot of big rides open this year and fun fact you know what hair does it Slow- grows oh yes so you know he could bring it back
0: It might not grow at the same rate as your mustache, but your mustache (laughs) grows
1: like a
3: chia pet.
0: And then also, he chimed in, but uh, didn't introduce Ryan Flores, same old band of character. Going to Atlantic City next weekend. Do they have lights? This weekend. This weekend. Do they
3: have lights? Atlantic City does have lights. Because it's it's inside. inside.
0: (coughs) Racing a TQ. That
3: building is freaking cool. It's cool. That you would like it. Boardwalk Hall. It's like the building that it was built in the 1920s. Right there on the Nucky
1: Thompson's walking around. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: So, but it was like where they have all the Miss America pageants and the Beatles play there. It's like, it's pretty cool. It's really old. They do, they're doing a thing like they did at Eldora where they lost a year because of COVID. So it's double features. Double features. So they call it the Gamblers Classic. So it's double Gamblers Classics Friday and Saturday. Pay both the same. So good chance to make some money. Who won last year? Me. Bad boy. And then I got disqualified.
0: Right, I forgot
3: about that. Why Sorry bringing, for opening that.
1: One. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if, for opening that one. If you win Friday and Saturday, having won last year, do you go back to back to back? Oh, I got, so, well, I got disqualified what, last year. So they, did they not, take away?
3: That? I don't even bring up last year. Why are you bringing up last what year? Did, but did they take away? Like a NASCAR,
1: like uh, don't matter, Chuck. Me,
3: past is past. Me and everybody, Steve Post, all of us, we were all drinking out of this trophy. It's a cup. We had it at the bar. Almost we're as d- big we're as drinking that one. out of it. We're almost partying. It's it. all like people are signing it. It's the trophy is all jacked up. It's like loose. On, it's on like the platform, and it's just disgusting. And they called me and said, "Hey, uh, your your tire failed um, at the lab. We're gonna need that trophy back." <laughs> <laughs> at least you got the good out of it. Yeah, yeah. So and then you can go get another one. Go get go get two more. Yeah. Why not? So yeah. So that'll be a fun. It's always a good show. I'm bummed you have to go down to the Swamp Rabbits or the. Yeah,
0: Swamp Rabbits, Greenville Swamp Rabbits. This weekend, if you're listening and you want to take a ride to see some hockey, I'll be down in Greenville for NASCAR night. It's pretty fun. I don't know. I used this analogy yesterday in the NASCAR town meeting. Have you ever been to a hockey game? If you haven't been to a hockey game, and you kind of like it on TV, the experience at a hockey game is so freaking fun.
1: Live hockey and live baseball are two of the most fun sporting events. I can argue about baseball. Baseball's a snooze fest, but like if you go to an actual baseball game on like a Thursday Thursday, it's a fun experience, in my opinion, because you just hang out, drink some beer, watch some baseball every now and then.
0: Yeah, but it's not exciting. You get a hit every now and then. That's why I stopped. You don't miss much. No, Mm. but hockey is electric all the time.
3: Let me tell you, what's exciting. Kickball. Yeah, you go watch a live kickball game. It's
1: electric. Yes. It is electric. Didn't Stricker win an award for the. Not pickle? Stricker. I mean, Stricker's name was on the thing, but. Everybody. Everybody did because yeah. it was a NASCAR production. production. So it, it won, uh, I think, second place at the National Motorsports Press Association uh, live event uh, broadcast. It was
2: awarded second awesome. place because you can't win second, Charles.
1: Yeah, oh well. com um, also won first place for the uh, live stream of the Chicago unveil. So. NASCAR took one and two.
2: We won first place last year with the stream. we got to ramp it up next year.
1: So it's a multi-year award winning. We
2: also show. need to ramp it up
0: this year, Chuck. And people are already starting to unveil some paint schemes. For kickball? No. For race <laughs> nascar We have seen some NASCAR paint schemes. And we have found out on this show that we all don't think the same paint schemes look cool. No. Nope. No, we don't. Not at all. Well, Before, this, all this thanks. conversation thanks started. the intro, by the way. All the... <laughs> And then then the Jonathan (laughs) Merriman.
3: He said you were here. And then there's Maude. How many
0: intros you need? (laughs) One more. Uh, One more introduction. The guy with the ice-cold Blue Mountain takes of paint schemes. He sends over the Kevin Harvick scheme. What year was that? Oh, four, five? Uh, The black with like the barbed wire. Not the barbed wire, but what do you call it? Tribal. Tribal, yeah. He said... I don't know about you, but this is the most badass paint scheme of all time. It like, is. Uh, yeah, it's not. No, it's reminiscent yeah. of my childhood. It's not top It's, it's not top 25. It's paint, the best, best paint scheme,
2: scheme Kevin Harvick's ever run.
0: Uh, no, I the disagree. black Budweiser car. Are you kidding me? Uh, he th- drove a gravedigger car, bro. That's true. Like That gravedigger grave car was solid. Also, shout out for him to coming on the show last week. I'm sure he's not listening, but appreciate that. So we're going to hear talk about what makes the paint scheme good and what makes it bad. Because apparently, we don't agree. There's something that really upsets me. Checkered flags on cars. I
3: like – so, like, my dad always had, like, checkers on cars, and I always like checkered flags on cars, and Corey's like, yeah, you're never going to win if you have a checkered flag on your car. That's just the – I don't make the
0: rules. That's just what it is. (laughs) And you're not wrong. No. When I see a checkered flag on a car, it reminds me of something I made on NASCAR 98 for Create Your Own Paint Scheme. What's wrong with that? Because that's not reality. You don't put checkered flags on a car. You just don't do it, unless – you are honoring Ken Block at the Phoenix test, and you do that look cool. You do a little bit of a nod to Ken Block. Godspeed to him. That was cool. That was cool. I like that paint scheme. And I'm excited to see some paint schemes coming out. Excited to see what Travis Pastrana's car looks like because oh, that cool. one's going to be wild. I mean, he had the craziest-looking paint schemes of all time. Some of them were the most ugly paint so, schemes dude, of all time. 60
2: was ugly. Oh, oh my yeah. God.
0: But you could see it. Nearly. It was so ugly, it was beautiful. If that you were a spotter, you'd love it. Yeah. I had these fire suits
3: when I changed tires for them that were all screen printed, like the whole thing. And it wouldn't breathe. You would just <laughs> die of sweat in it.
0: Well, how do you think he felt? He's inside bacon. In he game. didn't care. No, he don't care. He don't care. Now, we're also starting to see, we'll keep talking about paint schemes, but don't let me forget about all the open cars going to be trying to qualify the 500. Our Daytona 500 scheme's cool. Celsius, they wanted to keep the similar branding as what that was on the 16 last year. A clean scheme. I'm I'm a big clean lines type mm-hmm. guy. I don't I like busy it. schemes. I don't I like busy
3: i like your scheme i would take if it was me that was doing it obviously it's not i would take the can off the back because i don't like like printed like the can is
0: printed on yes there. i don't i don't what do you like want to do that. Did you rivet a real just one give me a <laughs> duct tape one on the side <laughs> <Just> nothing, <laughs> what do you mean
3: just nothing just the celsius logo that's huge there on your door yeah. and then nothing on the quarter
0: panel. all right well i'll send i'll send it uh
3: but, it, but i like it it looks like you're It looks like your Schluter car kind of did.
0: It did. I mean, orange and white and black seem to be a common color scheme on the old 7, but I see you over there, Chuck. I see you over there, what you're looking at, Yeah. the mellow yellow scheme.
1: The 42 mellow yellow scheme is one of my favorite paint schemes of all time.
0: But we're not talking about that. We're talking about because what makes a next-gen paint scheme look cool at the number 4, is different. Now, I think the game's changed. Mm. I kind of like Jimmy's Carvana 84. There's too many things on it. It's got like little like, it's got like accent lines like and stuff on it. I kind of like it. No,
2: I don't. Know. Yeah, I kind of like it. I think Bowman's car looks good. The <laughs> I, black I think the, the I, black one more than the white one. No,
0: don't like it. Too busy. Like the teal numbers, you can't really see it. You got to be able to have some You got to have some contrast between the number color and the door. The I'm problem f- is you gotta have the number over top of a solid color. And also, yes. so, if there's too much. You can't have lines through the number. I, I also
2: like solid. the old school and I don't know if his is, I think his door numbers and his roof numbers don't match but like back in the day Earnhardt had that like, neon roof. three on yeah. the roof and then had the white three on the side mm. that's also key. Mm. I do love that. To me I like
1: what like Jimmy's I, like I like the, the fonts on it. I'm a fan of what he's doing there and I like the different colors of the the I almost said 48. I like what RFK has done with the next-gen paint schemes. They aren't all winners, but like— They're I, Castrol cars this year. They're sleek. trying stuff they're with the design element.
0: Yeah, and I like the foil numbers. We saw yeah. some guys go to it. Some guys come away. You lose the number a bit, but I think it looks cool. It looks good. I mean, the, the at the end of the day, the 21, 21. Motorcraft yeah. Yeah. white Can't and be. red— And with the gold full numbers, it's timeless. And the fire suit, the fire suit to match. It looked good in nineteen seventy two, yep. And it looks great in two thousand and twenty three. And that's what I
1: was looking up on my phone was, you know, Pearson's, uh, the the seventeen when he ran the uh, gold top and the blue car, Mm -hmm. like those simple looks of like two colors, yep. And. Like the Castro ones, it's it's almost there. It's like a nod to that sort of two-tone look, but then they're adding some new elements in there too. Less is more. That's, yes. what,
0: my, that's what I think.
1: The 21 car now, especially with the way the blue line kind of travels, it
3: almost brings out the body lines of the yeah. Mustang to even look better uh, for, for the Mustang and what the car did back in the day. It just can't beat it's,
1: it. it. It's like I'm not a big fan of that sort of – Late nineties, early two thousands, where you have the kind of like lightning bolt type things on the cars. Like I'm looking at the two
2: car yeah. right there. You don't like uh, those? I'm not a big fan of those. I'm not a big fan of the signature on it, but uh, the car looks okay. But but like you said, you brought but there this are some up. things
0: that make a car look like a like a race car too. That you know? was that was the era though. Right. Like, right.
2: Yeah. That was. That defines my childhood. Like, oh, I'm draw some squiggly lines. Yeah. It. Make it well, look like because, see, I
1: like these lines better. Like, I like the Pinzoil, the Steve Park pinzoil Yeah. The, the, the Dale D- yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Sure. The
3: computers Those they lines. had designing them, though, can only do straight lines at that point in time. But there's <laughs> yeah. <so much> <laughs> right. And the decal cutter, you know. It, and all that stuff was painted on. Right now, they wrap it. And Did y'all have
0: Dracar Noir when you were <laughs> growing up? I would... I would bathe myself in Dracard Noir.
2: What is that? It was, it was the the yeah. cologne on the yeah. on the yeah. rear
0: quarter no, panels I is button. You, you, <laughs> look, you look like a guy that wears Dracar Noir. had Probably. English leather. <laughs> 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 it did. It did. Remember, remember uh, on j Ski? Like, I don't know if you guys did this, but when I was a kid, I'd get so excited for the paint schemes. Like, oh, who dropped theirs? Did I go on paint schemes? And like yeah, look it, at them. You know, it would like change colors of the link whenever you would click on them and they would add something new every day. Yeah. Oh, oh,
2: oh. What's your take on side skirts? Junior likes color match. You gotta oh. have
0: color. It looks unfinished. if no, not right. I
2: don't. I disagree with you. What? I disagree with. Of you. course you do. I like because black you're wrong, right, dude. Why? Are... Why? I just do. Why? Oh my god, he's so. Wrong. Why?
3: Yeah, it's the like, most wrong I've ever... That the the car's wrong got
0: black side skirts. Yeah, because it's in- integrated to the skin. Actually, not really. But no, that's the... if. Imagine how much cooler this car would look if it had red side skirts.
2: It would yes. just look... It would look unfinished to me.
0: What if it had red windows? It would look
2: unfinished if it was red. It would look unfinished if it was red for some reason. I don't know.
0: Because you've never actually wrapped or put a side skirt on in your life. That's why.
3: Oh. Well, that has anything to do with I how that it looks. I literally, dude, when I was on the 14 cars, and I, I was in charge of like the side skirts, the cowls and all that... The, pe- the paint shop would get so mad at me because I'm like, we got to paint all these exhaust skirts and have I'll wrap to. the other ones. And they're like, why are we doing this? Like, I can't, I can't live with it. If I'm in charge of this, I can't live with them being black. Well, Cause you also can't
0: wrap an exhaust skirt back in the day. Cause then it would burn off. Yeah. It burns off. Yeah. You'd have to paint it. I don't like, I don't make the rules. That's just what it is. It looks better wrapped. Mm. Done. Disagree. It has to have the same the colored cars look good. Cause they wrap their rocker panels. white. Well. Yes. Yeah. It's a big difference because it also, it's like people who, are acknowledging the craftsmanship of the car, they can look at it and be like, okay, they spent an extra two hours putting that thing together, and making it nice. I just, it just makes it look finished. It's like if you're gonna put a tie on and you don't button the butt, top button and you just hold it like my neck. Just, <laughs> I'm literally looking, I'm literally looking at your neck right now. If you wore a tie right now and didn't button the button. That's what not wrapping the side skirts like.
2: Not if it's intentional. No, not if that's a, a black game. side skirt completes the look of the car. No, not when the not when the
0: black side skirt is also carbon fiber. Like yeah. you just took it off the rack and bolted. No, I'm saying like it's got to have wrapped side skirts, man. It's just what it is. What if you wrap them black? That's fair. At least you put the effort into it. You know what else chaps my ass? Are we done with paint schemes? Yeah. We're, we'll stay on this
3: topic, but shift. When cup driver's fire suits fit like uh, Some guys like that. them to fit like I shit. love Tyler Reddick. I like him a lot. His fire suit with the it looks S1 like cup bottoms, like the and the sparkos are just they don't they're like they don't. They look, look like you're wearing fitted. a diaper. It, this looks terrible. <laughs> I don't so, like
0: the the arms are like down like this. Everything's just baggy, and I don't know if they do that on purpose. Sparko cut. They just they their take is it offers some more protection because it's just looser fitting. Yeah, um, don't like boot cuffs. Or I, I love boot cuts. I don't like the whatever other kind the knit of cuts cuff. It is. Yeah, the Jacques, the Jacques Girard cut. So I was noticing
1: this during production days that uh, I, I think I noticed it with Denny, maybe Denny first. some. Like, the, is there a different cuff on some <laughs> of the newer fire suits that it's not quite?
0: Well, I've seen guys with cuffs that don't have like the stretchy. That's yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Straight yeah. like yeah. this, like it's really like, yeah, like that. You know, I yeah. oh, like how your boot, no, like how a boot cut would be on your yeah, with like no elastic. But since it's... you're since you're just gonna have. But then they like put a little tapered. bit of stretchy
1: here. Yeah, it's like it tapers down so it's more form fitting down at the bottom.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It, don't it was interesting it. to see. I didn't
1: hate it, but also I'm not wearing one side well, of the so glove. The glove goes like, over the
0: sleeve anyway. Yeah. But. Yeah, there were some interesting fire suits at production, production day. day. Yeah. And I, I liked Chase Briscoe's. Mm-hmm. Now, there's this new fire suit that came out. Alpine Stars is the one that started it. And it's like sublimated shirts, it's not embroidered, <clears throat> it's not screen printed. It's like. Like, I don't even know, it's sublimated. Like, it's in the fabric. Like, you can't feel it, but it's just changed. It's different colors. Yeah. And to me, I don't like it. You don't like it? I don't like one bit. Because it looks like when you go to Hobby Lobby and you want to dress up as Tony Stewart for Halloween, like, that's the kind <laughs> oh, of fire yeah. suit you buy. <laughs> what do you, what do you like? I'm an embroidery guy. I'm old school. You're embroidery? Yeah.
1: Like, with the stiff, like... Uh, yeah, yeah, one,
0: because I only get, like, one one fire suit per sponsor. So, yeah. after three or four races... A screen printed one looks terrible, but but on TV, if you're on TV, you get interviewed, the screen print stuff is shiny, so you lose the sponsors on TV. Well, and it fade. Yeah. Huh. Embroidery. Embro. And what do you you what do you wear? Fish. 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 Yeah. So, but also back to Chase Briscoe's fire suit, he has brown shoes, and I was like, kind of like looking at him like. What are those, some like Dave Marcus wingtips? Like what do you got going on there? <laughs> the, track, the Mahindra tractor, like is a Mahindra tractor sponsor, fire suit, red, all that. But on the bottom of the fire suit, like the bottom four or five inches is like brown from like, looks like he's been walking around in mud. So it's like, looks uh, like he's wearing work boots. Oh, that's cool. I like that touch. Back last year, uh, Daniel Suarez had, remember he had that, that Tootsie's fire suit and the yeah. bottom of his fire suit had like the top of boots on him. Almost yeah, look like oh, Merriman's. cool. Yeah. I like some touches like that. I'm, I'm just, in
3: uh, Harrison selling out with the red shoes. Harrison Burton's all in with the red shoes, like Cinderella. No,
0: you know, that's I'm not Cinderella. What is it? The Wicked Witch of the West. That, that's Ruby one slippers. of the things that sticks out yeah. to me.
3: Like he he has the red pumas balls? on with his with the white fire suit. Is committed to out. the game. Hey, yeah, it's good. It don't look
4: bad. No, click your heels together three times. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
5: I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry... The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. What, did
0: you, what was your takeaway from production day, Chuck?
1: I mean, we we tried some stuff with some film review that like I'm a fan of that because it's not the same every year for production day. I feel like we ask the same questions. Mm-hmm.
0: What number production day year is that for you?
1: Ten. Wow. What's yeah. the
3: hardest part from your side? Like, like I don't think people understand the preparation and the stress that goes into that.
1: So the the trouble is like we ask the same questions because one updated fire suits, um, new sponsors. You can't just fall back on the old stuff. You want to have it fresh for every year, which is difficult from our end to like think, all right, how can we spice this up? Because we know that if I if you're engaged and you're enjoying yourself, you're going to give me a better response. Mm-hmm. A driver that's not engaged, uh, like there was a number of years ago when we asked a question about pranks pulled in the garage. And we got a lot of good responses. And then we got a couple of ho-hum, you know, I don't really think that like nobody plays any pranks. Yeah. And
0: you got to know, you got to know who you're asking.
1: Right. Right. So you got to know what you're getting into with that.
0: It's, what do you think? Cause it's a very clear distinction of people who are excited to be there and people who aren't excited to be there.
1: And the ones that aren't excited to be there when they walk into the room and then they, when they sit down, they generally turn it on because they know, they also know what this is Yeah. It's for their sponsors. It's for, it's to promote them. Yeah. So like there, I like, I have never had a driver in 10 years like not give me anything if that makes sense
0: yeah. yeah i mean it could be perceived as like monotonous and expecting to be answered the, the same questions but kelly said you know after she's like like what did you think about the day i'm like is it the is it the same thing as like walking out for the Daytona 500 driver intros no it's, is it driving around in circles at 200 miles an hour no but it's also an equal part of the job i think covid
2: reset a lot of people's mindsets too because for the worst for the worst you think yes because i think it's like people got
0: lazy they were they were getting paid the same amount of money they didn't have to do any of the work besides driving circles
2: but i think it's a sense of normalcy to like come back and do a proper media day Mm -hmm. and do i love like i love in person i think people are ready to to be back to that everyone
1: that i talked to that worked on the production side of it, like when we were done with those three days, really, because we had a load in day on Monday, then two days of production day. Like, I don't think any of us had worked, not necessarily that hard, but like that level for that many hours. It's a like, long day. Pretty much everybody I talked to fell asleep Wednesday at like between seven 30 and eight
0: 30. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's a lot of energy and mental yeah, yeah. exertion. Well, you gotta be doing. turned on. Yeah. Cause you're trying to get, you're trying to get good content. How many years you've been doing it?
3: Seven. And then at what point, like, was the first time super exciting? I
0: have almost more fun now than I did the first year because I know people. Because you know people. And you mm-hmm. know what's going
3: on. Like, yeah. first year, probably nerve-wracking.
0: Nerve-wracking. You don't know what you can give. What You don't know what you can lean into. But now I realize you're seven. Like, the more stuff, the more animated you are, the more you genuinely care and talk to people, the more your content's going to make the yeah. cut and not get chopped.
1: What would be an ideal, like, set of questions for you or other drivers on a media day? Like, what would you guys want to talk about? Like, knowing that you're going to get, like, the what is your favorite this, this, and this, what's your first NASCAR memory? Like, knowing those are going to be there.
0: Maybe you should listen to Stack and Pennies, Chuck, and you'd find out. I do. <laughs> Most um, of the time I listen. I don't know. Like, you can do the quirky games and this and that, but at the end of the day, too, it's like you're just kind of showing back up and asking the same questions questions in a l- little bit different of a way yeah. um it's not about the questions that it's going to make or break the day it's people's people's perception of how the day is of like people look at it like it's a drag and it's part of the, like not realizing it's equally a part of a job as selling the sport and yourself and your sponsors as driving around in circles it's not the same but it's also part of it so i, I genuinely like it because you get to see people you haven't seen in months. It kind of is a, a press play button on the season. You kind of feel like a cup driver again, and you're you're ready to lock in and go because now, okay, now this stuff's out of the way. Now the fun can start of actually driving around. That's how I look at it. But So you had I, the production had day and then Fox Hanger Shoot? Yeah, so the Fox Hanger Shoot used to be down in Daytona a couple of years ago, literally in a hangar. So it was an airplane hangar that they would put all these booths in, and that's what you see the lights for all the – commercial cutaways and things like that where the drivers are looking hero pose um that's what you do so it's i might have said legitimately three words all day you just look at the camera look cool smile look serious hold your helmet like this that one is like for me it's like this is absurd that i that i like do this for like i'm like there's people actually working their ass off man yeah. the cameras guys are like lugging equipment around all day and i i Waltz in with my helmet on, or like my helmet on my arm. Like, all right, guys, what's going on? And they take pictures, do some stuff, make a three sixty. You do, you work, quote unquote, yeah. for an hour and a half, then you go home. It's not hard. They had some great catered Mexican food there over at Joey's shop. I mean, that's living. The cameramen and women are the unsung down. heroes, oh, man. They're there before everybody gets there, and they're there after everybody leaves. <laughs> you got to figure like. Who's that cat that's always in the front stretch? He the works Jack, for dude. both. He wears no bulls? He wears no bulls. Jake. High top, no bulls. Jake? Jake. Stud, the guy that runs bro. around. And, yeah. Shout yeah. out to Jake. That guy, he's got freaking biceps because he's lugging that camera around. Full-blown sprinting, bro. And that that thing's never out of focus.
1: I'd give a shout out to all of the camera guys. Oh, yeah. Like, the guys that are there week in, week out. Except CJ. Except CJ. CJ, you know, he knows. He's, he's no good. It's... Um, He doesn't listen to this show
3: crazy because you're with them and they're part of the sport as much as you are. Like you're traveling with them and you almost forget until you're there every week. Like, what's up, dude, how's it going? You're helping each other out or, Hey, let me scoot over for you so you can get in here. But I think
0: those are like the type of of relationships you make, whether it's CJ or or any of those guys, um, that those are the ones you miss and you don't even know you miss in the off season. It's like when you're ready to get back to work, it's not just driving race cars. It's legitimately going back to see the community of people that you always just chopped it up, asked how the kids were doing, and we're going to find out next week because we are going to be in it at the L.A. Memorial Coliseum, ready to go.
1: And those those cameras are not light. Like, Hell no. Those things uh, – CJ has a 50 to 1,000 lens, mm. right? This is this huge honking thing that when you're on the back stretch at Auto Club, you can get all the way down there and, like, get hands working the wheel. There's really, like, tight slow-mo shots, tight shots of anything. But – that thing has bruised my legs so many times from like holding it in the golf cart, going over bumps and stuff. Like, and if he doesn't have anybody, he's doing that himself. Like that's the, those guys are working hard and busting their ass every week.
0: I know we're going racing next week, but we had a little bit of a taste of some on track action at Phoenix. I'm sure Bob, I saw Bob was out there. He uh, videoed Jimmy Johnson's attempt at a pit box entry, which was, uh, it's been, he's been away for a minute. The first new brakes, new cars, a little bit of adjustment. It's not like riding on a bike. The bike's changed a little bit, but the GOAT's going to figure it out. I'm curious to see how his speed was compared to some guys out there. Uh, they're trying some stuff, trying mufflers. I saw the first set bolted on my hot rod today. They're Borlas, like you'd bolt up the bottom of oh, your Honda yeah. Civic. Good brand. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what they're going to do, because they actually moved them from.
2: I think they're going know, to muffle the sound. <laughs> I think
0: they are actually. Uh, you know how they move the tailpipes out the front to cool the car down? Yeah. Now they're back to the back okay. of the rocker panel. So, so, what do you have to yeah. do
2: or, or anything? Obviously, any anytime you put something on the thing on the car to muffle the sound, disturb that airflow. They're going to get hot. And I know that something that they worked on last year was to make sure the floorboards didn't get hot. So they do anything else in and under there?
0: it almost looks like an afterthought because I looked up underneath there today and there's two mufflers literally cut out of the, like they cut the holes out of the side pods and there's like an inch of muffler hanging down below the car. So I was like, really? did we not make them, like, was this the intention to keep them open so it can like radiate some heat out of the car? Or did we just like try to put seven pounds in a five pound bag. I like, I don't, that's what it looks like. Cause that's how I know they're boilers. Cause I lean underneath and there's just like, there it is. There's the entire muffler on the car. Two of them on each side, which Wait, there's also two on each side. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So I don't that's know. How, for, that's for LA. Yep. And then potentially some, well, Chicago and the Chicago street race and then potentially short tracks. Now, that's a common vocalized concern from the fans that are a bit too loud. So the things I saw, it's not going to make them sound any different, guys. Don't worry about that. It's just going to make it like you are standing a hundred feet further back away from the car. That's what they've said. But you could stand a hundred feet closer, and your eardrums will still hear the same thing. It's going to be absurd. It's going to be bizarre.
3: Mm.
0: Um, so that's going to be new. I'm sure they're going to sound a bit different, but just knock down the old. Throatiness of it a little bit. What else we got? I saw there's underwing on here. I don't know if anything underwing I, changes. The tolerances are tighter. I do I know that.
3: i Think they went to. I think they've been testing something on the is it garage fifty six car that they were trying on that, and then a smaller rear rear spoiler. So oh, interesting love to that. because
0: it you know we well that's the thing too because the the downforce number that NASCAR likes to see will always change because the the teams just figure out the areas where they can go find downforce. So they're probably taking – they're changing underwing tolerances and rear spoiler heights to compensate for the 200 pounds of downforce the teams have found throughout the year. So it's not like they're just taking more off. They're actually almost getting it back to zero or a little bit less, and that's the direction they're trying to go because right now the cars are getting heavier. There's a, There's a good chance the cars are going to have zero pieces of tungsten in them at all, especially yeah. when you add – 35 pounds of mufflers on both sides so about yeah. 70 pounds they're tanks they're heavy but they are uh and i'm going on a limb i think they're safe as as the team start to figure out how to pad the headrest a bit different and and we learn continue to learn with guys wearing mouthpieces and all that i think this car has the potential to be much safer than previous cars specifically for intrusions so we got a yeah. little work to do obviously the rear clip all the cars have the new rear design, rear clip with all the crush zones and stuff like that. So when you back it in the fence, your bell's not going to be ringing for three weeks. So I'm excited about that. Not excited about the back in the fence or try it out because I don't be the one that tries it out. I will let many others try it out first.
3: <laughs> you never know. You never know. You never <laughs> know. You, dude, I'll tell you what hit was hard last year. One, Kurtz at the Coliseum. Yes. But also when Justin Kyle Larson stuffed Justin Haley,
0: that was, it ripped it was the wheel moved, out of his hand. Moved the jersey barrier. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. there's nothing holding things on the ground, even though I mean it's a heavy I mean, car hitting. A yeah, they're they're heavy. I did notice they. It looks like they changed the track up slightly.
1: And it looks the like crash? they
0: they took the walls and moved them out, and took because there was about a car length, a little bit more of a car width of like rumble strips, and it looks like there's only going to be like half a car width of rumble strips. I, don't, I wonder how it's going to affect the outside lane on how it can how it can maintain. But one last little nugget. Championship winning crew chief Todd Gordon, who's been, I believe, doing a podcast. Is it here? Does he do He's that? He's been one with doing
1: MRN, uh, yeah, and he also did a little bit of a show with Latart here last year, inside the race in the playoffs, where they. So broke fellow down some
0: podcaster, stats. now back on the box, crew chief, and for Jimmy Johnson, whenever he goes and tries to lace him up with us again, so that'll be a strong pairing.
1: If Jimmy were to get a win in any of those races that would be the first time that he won without Chad Knaus. Oh,
2: wow. All right, uh, does Chad, he do it? That's it not true. No? Chad wasn't on there for one of his Daytona 500s. Yeah, loser. He was still technically the crew chief. No, okay. bu- well, he wasn't home, all, but he was sitting at home. That's he sitting at home. Okay. Don't sit in the butt. Well, he probably was at home. probably out of here, Charles. So who was Pop Quiz? Who was that? Derek Grubb, Yeah. Mm.
3: Todd Gordon looks like a guy that would crew chief at the legacy motor club
0: yes he does <laughs> i could he'd pull he'd pull over like a nice cardigan yep hey we're gonna come down for for tires t-y-r-e-s for the legacy motor club chevrolet yep. so they fit well i hate when you do that legacy what motor legacy
2: motor club. motor club yes i don't like it that's what it is though mm. i i don't i just
0: that's how i read it Make legacy motor club
3: that's what yep. it is legacy motor club should sound like they're in the rolex 24 this week
0: yeah because that's what's going on too it's a long one yeah, it's all it's twenty four hours job. Is it? Yeah, I think so. That's well, twenty four <laughs> minutes. Have you guys ever had to go work that?
1: <laughs> no, not in Daytona. No thanks. Yeah,
0: Latart did it for NBC last year, and he committed to staying up all night. I think he said he had like thirty five cups of coffee. Thirty <laughs> five. Well, he drinks six a day just on a normal day. Stricker has
1: gone down there to work it several times because he just loved it that much. And I was like, you are insane that you want to stay up for 24 hours to cover this. I'll watch it on yeah, TV, no thanks. But I'm good. It's a, it's a nice one and
2: hour. done type deal. I think like, would I go down there and work it? Yeah. Say I did it. Experience it.
0: Yeah. Sure. Cause you don't love racing. You got to want it. You got to want it. I,
3: I Austin last year was like, Hey, you want to go do this? Like change tires on my Mustang that whatever he was running. And I was like, but that's not fair. I was I'm racing. I was racing indoor stuff, so it was a good way to be like, no, sorry, right, I got to race. I got to go run. But yeah. I don't I think he didn't run just
2: came up though, right? He just ran the one before. Is it the roar before the 24? No, that's the test. No, but I think, I think there's like a, a twelve hour race. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, but he's Syndic's running
3: the. I think he's running it. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. But what other cup guys do you know? I saw.
2: I, think that's I it. actually
0: saw Alexander Rossi uh at the GM. Uh, Alexander Rossi. Indy car guy i believe he's an indy 500 champion
1: yeah he is harrison burton might be running something as well yeah i saw that yeah.
0: <clears throat> him in his red shoes but alexander rossi they had the indycar sim cockpit on that one and we were simming on the motion simulator what was this tuesday wednesday and all their guys were like looking through like there's a little tiny like you know glass on the window like of the door and they're like peeking in i'm like yo just come in here like what why <laughs> Why are you like looking through the window, man? You're the nd 500 champion. So there was like six or seven engineers coming there. You want to try? I Ty was in there, and I, I didn't ask me want to try. We were at Vegas, and he was like, Alex was was actually fascinated of like, man, because he's like watching his hands and like when you're at Vegas, you don't really turn the wheel into the corner. You just kind of hold it straight, and you're loose, loose, loose until you pick up the banking. And he's like, wow, that's like, that's crazy. And I'm like. Why don't you come do one of these things? He goes, I've never really thought about it. I was like, well, come on with it. The water's fine. Fun fact, Chuck, him and I have the same birthday, February 25th, 1991.
3: Another fun fact, him and Kyle Larson, when they were like nine years old, they finished first and second in the Red Bull driver search, and now they're teammates at the Indy 500 in 2024. Can't, I thought can't that wait. Was cool. I don't
0: even know where I was going with that. Oh, he said, I was asking him about the 24 if he was doing it. He said, I'm going to take a year off because – the prototypes, they went with this spec hybrid technology to launch off pit road and stuff like that, and I guess it's not the most reliable. So he went out and had a hot take. He thinks the LM, LMP2 car has yeah. a chance of winning overall if there's a hybrid car that breaks. But that video I retweeted a couple weeks ago of that damn Cadillac taking off pit Dude. road and then jump bump starting. Bro. is nasty. Yes, it is sick. Nasty. I could see, I would like to see... That sort of thing coming into us like a little bit of a boost. Um I'm pretty sure of Ford's horsepower.
2: Childress does the gasoline, petrol engines for that Cadillac program. Man, those things sound they nasty,
3: They did practice right next to us, and that car's been in there at Penske, and it's been a it's been a big undertaking, especially even for you know a team like that that has full bone Indy cars, full NASCAR. I mean, it's been a big undertaking to build that and uh, and go this year. So hopefully. Hopefully the Penske boys can bring it home.
0: And you wouldn't think, but it's been a big undertaking on the Pick Crew side too. That we're going to break down right after this. We're getting boats woes. Don't go anywhere.
4: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed.
1: a good one in the Coast Guard. We think it's all of the above and more, but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit gocoastguard.com to learn more.
0: The first pit road boats and woes of the season. We're back, a lot of stuff to talk about. There's so I'm not, I'm not. I'm not going to talk about it. So you're going to talk about <laughs> There's it. There's a lot what, going what's on. What's going
3: on? I've been watching a lot of a lot of guys uh, after seeing everybody switch to left-handed stuff last year. I've been watching a lot of Instagram, and paying attention to like Gibbs guys, especially guys on the front, um, changing left-handed. Paying attention a little bit to RCR. It seems like the last time I watched them, and I don't know if they'll make make this to the racetrack, but. The three car guys were doing their pit stop the conventional way they did it, and the eight car guys were doing the pit stop um, kind of like the Gibbs way. I think they hired a couple people from Gibbs there, but yeah, there's there's a lot. I mean, just like last year, there's been a lot of room to grow, and there's going to continue to be a lot of room to grow. There's a new lug nut that they came out with, new lug nut and socket.
0: Did they change it because detent? Would they change it? I lug think nut
3: they changed me? a little bit. I'm not real positive uh, why it, they changed it. Does it look it? different? It looks different. It acts a little different, but like, I don't, I don't know. Is there still one? There's still one. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, but I don't know the exact range reason why they changed it. They did. I, I remember last year, there were a couple of times where it would back off and hit the lock and remember people couldn't get it on. Like they couldn't get their socket on. That might be one of the reasons that they, that they decided to take some of the castles off the nut. But, but yeah, that, that's definitely any, any time you change a part or a piece, And you think it's nothing, it's always probably a little bit more sockets or the teeth on the sockets are a little different. So be exciting to see what that looks like um, in practice and in the race once we get rolling. But, yeah, just a lot like for for first and how how many people
0: do you think are going to be for conversation purposes, the Gibbs way choreography versus the standard way?
3: I'm not sure. I don't like I think the Gibbs way was good especially when it debuted at Richmond. Um, And then I think that as people got better and faster, I think that the conventional way, I'll I'll call it, ended up being maybe a little bit more consistent and just as fast as Jackman got faster, as as everything got a little faster throughout the year. So I think it'll just be preference because of your players, right? You got to figure out how to win with the guys you got.
0: I've always wondered this. What dictates if somebody is a front changer versus a rear changer, like strengths?
3: So move, being able to move um, and get to the right rear is a big, like it's, it's being a, fast. It's just being there, like you want to be there and under, you know, three tenths of when the car stops. Uh, front changers are dudes. <laughs> you got to be just, just dad, just a cool dude <laughs> like me. And then if you're a nerd, you got to change rear tires. <laughs> and that's pretty much. Well,
0: I'm glad. To... That's a good that's, breakdown. <laughs> yep,
3: that's pretty much how that goes. That's a not going to get more scientific than that. But yeah, I, no front changers are usually like the uh, less athletic. But I, but I, I feel, I feel like the right front really dictates a lot of the speed of this stop now because you have to pull the tire and roll it to the wall. Um, so you have to do that as fast as you can because the right rears are getting so fast because they just pull it and set it and go back in. That, uh, that, yeah, that's been a big, a big, big topic um that the the right front and the left rear being that the jack man hangs it are the two the two primary spots on the car that'll hold the hold it up but i've,
0: I've heard that the tenths of a second are getting so hard to come by they're making guys switch if you're right-handed to left-handed because it's worth like two tenths of a second yeah
3: i mean we watched like i I'd take a guy like shane papaya who is who was on the front of the four car and he was like hey i'm gonna switch to doing this left-handed in the middle of the season last year why because, as you pull the trigger and the the nut's loosening it up, you're pulling the tire at the same time. Instead of pulling the trigger with your right hand, the nut loosens all the way. Then you take your right hand off the gun, pull the tire, roll it, and then right hand back on the gun. With your left hand, you're pulling the trigger and pulling the tire at the same time. So What's it worth? That, tenths. Yeah, two maybe two tenths. But he did that, and he got his. He got. His, he lost his job on the four car because he was struggling with it. And then you fast forward to Phoenix and they do the fastest stop of the year on the last stop and beat everybody off pit road just because it, it's faster. And I think everybody took notice to that, that the the Stuart Haas teams, Hendrick teams all switched to it late last year. A lot of the, the three car, the RCR guys and the one car, the guys that were the best on pit road last year were doing that already. So, yeah, you know, once you if you're in a long playoff run, like like take myself, for instance, if I'm in the middle of a playoff run, I'm not going to switch. But that's that's what if you the start the year
0: doing. Let's just it, do you stay left-handed on the. You go right left-handed for the right front. Do you go back to the right hand for the right front or left front rather? Everybody
3: kind of does something a little different. Um, I think the guy on the ten, he does, he does left front. He does left hand with a right-handed pull on the right front and right hand on the gun, left-handed pull on the left front. Um, Some guys just stay left-handed. Some guys, I mean. Uh, the front changer that won the championship last year was right hand on both sides. So it's one of those things, though, where if you don't want to change and grow right now, you are not going to have a job in a year or two. So it's pretty, it's 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 still very fast moving. But one thing, that, what do
0: you what do you think? It, what was the fastest stop by the official measurement last year?
3: I think it was an eight, like eight nine. Do you think it gets better? I think it gets better. How much lower? I think it. I think you could see an eight five this year. Yeah, I think so as you learn and grow and learn four
0: tires 22 gallons snoco raced fuel in eight seconds you ain't getting, you ain't getting 22 gallons no, no yeah that's you're not, taking you're not waiting on fuel there yeah, you're taking a can
3: but that's the good thing about stage racing you don't have to worry about fuel but the first team to really come out and show their rosters which had had a lot of talk last year was that twenty-three eleven 11 team
0: well because they started their own pivot they pit start
3: department. yes they well and bubba just ran through those guys and they weren't they weren't very good. So I think the one thing that they were looking at, especially looking at the rosters from this year, they were looking for experience and that's what they got. They
0: got, they got the guy up the front of mine, uh, been at Hendrick forever.
3: Yep. They got Austin Dickey from Hendrick. He was yep. on your car. Yep. He was on a house car. He's there. been back and forth. He's a stud. So they got a lot of their guys came from Gibbs and they're actually renting out Gibbs's facility. So they're training at Gibbs in the afternoon. So both of their gas men, Houston Stamper, who I started changing front tires with, he's a, absolute stud but he's you know got 15 years of tire changing experience he's a front changer brad donahy uh heavy duty he's a carrier that's been at gibbs forever he's the guy that's been on the 18 that kind of twists and twirls the tire before we put it in and then jordan page there jack man he's been on the 45 car he's a younger guy but he's just super solid and he's actually held that he's carried that 45 car to be one of the better teams throughout the playoffs and then uh
0: how long does it take for a new group to get settled in It just
3: depends on like how quickly they all mesh and work together. I've seen it like a lot of times in the middle of the season, if they change one guy out, they can, teams can pick up right away. But then there's also times where they never do. And then they also got three guys from Penske, Wade Moore, who was on the 12 car forever. Mm. And then Nathan Ricketts and Adam Hartman that were on the 21. And then uh, Brian Bottomley from RCR, he was on the rear of the eight. So they kind of got a little bit of everybody from everywhere, but, I'd say 90% of their guys have 10-plus years of experience. Um, their coach, Josh Shiplett, he's been around forever. He was a tire carrier Gibbs. He's stepping away from carrying and going to start coaching. Good luck on that because I've heard that that is not a fun transition going from player to coach. But, uh, but yeah, I mean. What's the incentive?
0: <clears throat> is there any more incentive than just money in terms of jumping from a team to another team?
3: A lot of it's money. It's money and opportunity, just like any other team, right? If you want to be, I think, a couple of the guys and that. And some J's? probably some J's some J's I think a couple of guys that left like Penske went over there they weren't getting an opportunity they thought they deserve a Penske so they want to go be on a car that they think that can win every week or they want to be on a house car and yeah the you know bonus structures are different each place and money's different each place so if you start looking somewhere else and they're going to make 20 40 more grand going somewhere else it's probably probably a no-brainer it's not like it used to be 10 years ago where you'd stay somewhere cause you had a shop job and you knew that you had a shop job and you could just retire there and you had a 401k and three weeks of vacation. And that's, you know, it's, it's more like a being a football player.
0: What's your preseason hot take on pit road?
3: I think it's going to be a lot closer um, than it's ever been. I think the mistakes are going to be, I think it's going to, it's going to fire back off a lot. Like it ended last year. I'm, ex- I'm, I'm nervous but excited to see like like we said the the lug nut thing i think we all had to figure out as we went on last year and with the new lug nut this year i think there's going to be some figuring out on on what's good and what's not um just who, like with who won the mechanics
0: war deal last the year?
3: one car just barely squeaked it out from can the they
0: can they go back to back
3: of course they can yeah because they're all left-handed they haven't had to change much and they're they're a good team um we did see the fire get a little hot throughout the playoffs with them but with Shane Wilson and those guys—they can be, they can fire right back off. I, I, who would have thought they would have been where they were?
0: We'll see if it's going to be a sophomore slump for that one team or they come back guns blazing. I don't know. We're going to talk a little more right after this. That was pit road, boats and woes. Don't go anywhere. All right, guys, we are back. Closing the show. Somewhat sad about this. I've had I've enjoyed this show today. It's been fun. Penny stacker of the week. So I took Levi down to... Actually, let me rewind. We were sitting there on the couch the other day, <clears throat> and PBR came on after something we were watching, and Levi was glued to the TV. He said, I want to do that. I'm like, no, you don't, bro. But if you want to go, then, like I said, so I get on Google, where's PBR in town? Well, PBR... Is come came to Greenville, where the Greenville Swamp Rabbits play. So they got me the hookup. It was like their Xfinity tour, it was like the PBR Pembleton whiskey velocity tour or something. So they had some good guys trying to earn their way or whatever. And there's some good guys that kind of came down and, and followed this tour. So Levi and I ride down with my brother. And we're there, we're front row and we're hanging out. And he was entertained for like the first seven or eight bowls, and then he kind of got over it. But I saw I saw a tweet. Some some guy said, "Now, well, I put up a picture of Levi and I, um, and then some guy tweeted, now it's my mission for the evening to try to find Corey LaJoy. I didn't see this until after the fact. And then I'm up getting a popcorn and a bottle of water and some guy's like, oh, like, like you're Corey LaJoy. I'm like, yeah. Like, I got a cowboy hat on, boots, like the whole thing I'm PBR'd out. You have a buckle? I had a 1985 NASCAR Winston Cup buckle that's chef's kiss sweet Um, and he was pumped up him and his buddy he's like man I literally just like I was listening to stacking pennies Kevin Harvick in my truck on the way here I said love that said, what's your name because one he knows he obviously knew the rules he didn't ask he didn't ask to be Penny Stagger of the Week so I asked him his name his name was Alex from Greenville so Alex from Greenville you sir are the Penny Stagger of the Week thanks for hollering at me in the uh, concession line, he was pumped
2: up. You should take Levi over to Stegall's and Mooresville and have him ride those. Oh. Stegall's shut down. No, it didn't. They didn't? No, they opened back this past year. Oh. The COVID COVID
0: shut them down. Killed a year. Oh, okay. But yeah. We're going. We need to do a stack of Oh, my God. Stack of pennies. pennies, yeah. pennies. Stack of pennies live. That I'd watch love Merriman break a sheep's back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> It's not moving anymore. No, he's it's one, dead. He's one bad <laughs> dude. Speaking of NBA stuff, did you see? That was terrible. I'm not even going to acknowledge Did it. you
3: see the 23-11 did like a, like a basketball shoot-off with two of the uh, Hornets? No. Dude, Bubba, so they, they did a deal where they had to score 11 points in 20 seconds, and the driver had to score six of them. So Reddick and
0: like whatever. layups, foul shots. I
3: hey, no, Just, just get him in the basket. Okay. So like literally Reddick and his guy are just standing under the hoop, throwing him in and they get there. The buzzer beater, buzzer beater. Well, here, here Bubba's like going to shoot from like the half court, like the side. No, like the side three. Right. Uh huh. He's like, give me that doink, doink, <laughs> doink, doink, <laughs> doink. Finally, the what? guy just took it and just like made a layup. It was like, I was like, man, just get up there and make a layup. But yeah, so you're like, closer than I was like, or... man brad he looks like brad right now
0: not a good look for the not sport a great,
3: not a great look no not at all
0: but that's side
3: three that's, that's why a hard I,
0: shot
1: side three's a hard shot that's why i, I
3: thought it was a why tough we, one to go, go, go with top,
1: use the backboard if all you're gonna day. be that confident banks open
3: if you're gonna be that confident and just doink them <laughs> i mean
1: only doink like two don't doink seven i mean
3: he's a married man now he doesn't have to go for that he could just <laughs> shoot free throw line
0: yeah, I mean, yeah.
1: if you're cold though, like you're not having a good shooting day. I mean, it's nothing you can do.
0: Hey, can't make if you don't shoot. Chuck. There you go. Great I win. believe Michael Scott said that, or Wayne
1: Gretzky. One of the two.
0: Yeah, that's it. But let's do it some uh, all too soon championship picks here.
1: <clears throat> don't start with me. Yeah, we're Kurt, gonna we're gonna. Kurt Busch retired, so you can't. Yeah, <laughs> <we do. Yeah. laughs> I gotta reassess you still my have, whole you pick. You still
2: have your cousin. The other yeah, the other cousin. No,
1: that's not gonna. i I think Kyle Bush makes a run. I, he could make a run, but I don't think he's going to win the championship. Dude, I think
2: he wins a 500. Bro, There, that eight car was puts the puts fastest race. the, the, the 500. Oh, No. No. The no. Hendrick car is going
0: on the pole. Yep. Jimmy Johnson on the pole? Jimmy Johansson, maybe. Go ahead, Mary. Who's not your Lancer? championship favorite?
2: Uh, championship favorite?
3: This isn't life or death. Just pick one.
2: <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not going to be the 12. Uh, <laughs> Why? Uh, the right front tire changer just sucks. <laughs> you knew that was coming. Yeah, the left front guy's pretty good though. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, I don't know. Who Who are you picking? Where are you leaning this year? I'm gonna pick the 12. Shocker. Homer. Um, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick a Hendrick car. Oh.
1: Just any Hendrick
2: car. Um, I'm <laughs> Take like, one. Take one. You got four. It's a five or the 24. I was gonna. That's what I'm in between. Not the nine. No. I'm in between. I'll say William Byron. You can go Willie B. I'll go Willie B.
1: I'm going to say that this is the year that the 11 gets it done.
0: Mm. We said that last year. I know we did. Yeah. Okay. He's he wins. got close. He got close. Uh, not close enough. I mean, who knows? If the hail melon didn't happen, he I might. Crazy son you crazy taking? son? She <laughs> is. Um, Seven car? <clears throat> the one. We're going to have a good year. Do I think we're going to be in the championship four? No. Uh, any t- it's anytime, Larson pound for pound. I just he's the best driver of the decade. So and he's in his prime. I just don't know how you rule him out.
3: Yeah, and last year was a little bit of a hangover year from a championship, yeah. and a new car. So yeah. yeah, he's got a new baby, and he had a beard. That means Medi- so
2: yeah. hey, so do we, Byron. He had a beard. Hmm. I didn't. It's blonde. I couldn't see it. Yep, it's
0: like peach fuzz or Billy B. Yeah, but Rate and review his beard in iTunes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're hashtag Penny for your thoughts and let us know who your favorite beard was. Yeah. Or your, fa- or your favorite mustache is on Chuck's face. Like, download, share, rate, review. This is stacking Pennies. We'll be back next week. We'll keep them coming for you because we are in it. Going to L.A. next week. Thanks, friends.